I will not be doing the Irish accents. Oh, come on, please. I can't do an Irish accent. Just try. No. Yes. It's going to be terrible. That doesn't matter. I can't do one. Be entertaining. Oh, I mean, I'm trying, but like, it's not going very <laughs> well. Yeah, it's not going to. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. I told you it was going to be very bad. <laughs> That's a terrible Irish accent because it's not an Irish accent. No, it does not sound Irish in the slightest. No. I told you I couldn't do one. What's poppin' y'all? Welcome to Post Finale. I am your host, Ankit Madeira. I'm an actor and a musician who hasn't seen a lot of films, so to make my friends happy and potentially provide a new perspective on some popular films, I am on a quest to change that. I'm not on this quest alone, however. This week, I am joined by my friend and fellow actress, Yolanda Steiner. Yolanda, how are you doing? Hi. Say hello uh, I'm to a- the people. Yeah, just need to thank you. <laughs> I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. It's been a while since we've seen each other. Yeah, yeah too it's, long, it's man. A, a fair few months, I think. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. Something like that. Yeah, I'm just trying to remember last time I actually I, saw I, you. I don't remember the last time. Oh, I think it no, was... No, it was a, your, it, no, 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 your it, musical thing. No, no, no. It was the shift um, that shift? just the two of us did where we left like an oh, hour yeah. and a half before because oh, yeah. they were just really nice and said that we could leave yeah that was like end of august i think so it's november for anyone who's wondering when we're filming this yeah. um but yeah we're here we are talking about goodwill hunting yes and when i texted you saying have you ever seen this your immediate response was yes my god it is my favorite film not my favorite one of my favorites something along those lines it's a very Um, good film so when did you first watch the film do you remember like what were your thoughts like why have you fallen in love with the film um it was i can't remember exactly but it was not too long ago it was like maybe a couple of years ago um and I think it's just uh, that thing of having trauma without realising it and also seeming normal without people realising that you're not okay. And it's just, I don't know, it just made me cry a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. I yeah. mean, look, based on what you were telling me earlier, there was another reason you left <laughs> this film. Do you want to tell the people that, or do I just reveal it <laughs> later on? Yeah, young Matt Damon's very hot. <laughs> <laughs> no shame in that. No shame in that. I stand by this. I mean, fair. Yeah. Fair. Old Matt Damon? Not. No, he's still a attra- very attractive man. Just, just different. But I just did not realize how hot he actually was when he was young. No, uh, fair. Yeah. Fair. I think he's like 25 in this film. I have no idea. I don't know how old he was in this film. No idea. No clue. But yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, I'm sure. So anyway, why don't we get back into it. Uh, For context, um, because you do not know what, I mean, the listeners do, but you don't know what my predictions were. So pretty much I'm predicting that um, Will is probably going to decide to not go into, you know, the corporate world and this math world and he's gonna choose love but like his Mm. friends are gonna be the like reason that like some sense gets knocked into him kind of deal and skylar's probably gonna be a big reason of why some sense gets knocked into him kind of deal um but like sean's gonna be like a big pivotal point but at the end like he's gonna be in love with skylar but like be with his friends but like 
that's kind of what I'm thinking is happening. So let's find out what's happening. So oh. we start off, and Skylar and Will are making out. Woo. Good for yes. them. Yes, 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 yes. You're remembering where we are now. Yes. Uh, ish. <laughs> right about the midway point of the film. So oh, is that where they're having lunch? No, 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 no. We, we haven't gotten to lunch yet. Down. Lunch is in a bit. No, like the dates, the first date kind oh, of Oh, no, no, no. The first dates happened. Oh, okay, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, They've sorry. been together for a little bit. Okay, cool, yeah. cool, cool. For context, ladies and gentlemen, sometimes, like, they just... I, I drop guests into, like, the middle of the film, and yeah. it takes them a minute to figure out where we are, which happens. Yeah. So Is that where she's studying and he's eaten? No, no, no. He's make, They're literally making out in bed. But you said... Oh, <laughs> say that. You said they were having lunch. I never said lunch. <laughs> did you brought up lunch did i yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, okay yeah okay 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 fair enough yeah so we, we start are. out and skylar and will are making out in bed and, <laughs> <laughs> and skylar is saying that she is very tall and can dunk and will isn't buying it she grabs a magic eight ball and asks it will i ever play in the nba yeah the magic eight ball responds it's decidedly so so apparently Skyler's going to play in the NBA. Go, Skyler. Let's go, Skyler. We love the NBA and the WNBA, and it's fantastic, and it's mm. great, and more people should watch the WNBA. Anyway. Sure. I've never seen it, but sports. sure. Um, I, I really like sports, and, but you knew that about me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you knew that I liked them. You just never cared enough to ask more other than yeah, that's very I know true. that you like sports. That's very true. <laughs> I just knew you watched Wimbledon all the time, and I, I was mean, forced to watch Wimbledon. There were worse things to do in that kitchen. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, that's very true. So, you know, you're welcome for the entertainment. Yeah. Even if it was Wimbledon, which you don't care about. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just... Yeah. You no, did I don't want to... No, I don't want to say the worst things. Oh, but you Because we both know the worst things. <laughs> <laughs> right? I think I know what you're saying, but I don't know for sure. So, you know. Do you want me to say it out loud? I just... I'm not going to drop details because that'd be too much. Probably not. Okay, cool. Yeah, we'll just move on. The yeah, listeners cool. can imagine. Um, listener, it's not terrible, terrible, but like. It doesn't sound as wrong as it's. It's not as wrong as it sounded coming out of our mouths. Yeah, just it, it just sounds wrong. Yeah, it's not actually. It's nothing. <laughs> it's actually quite harmless. It is very harmless. Um. Anyway, so Skylar asks why they always stay at hers, and yes. Will's just like, "Hey, it's nicer than mine." And you know, Skylar really wants to meet his friends, his brothers. Will is like, "Well, they don't, you know, come out here very often." And mm. Skylar's like, "Fine, we'll go to South Boston." <laughs> and Will's just coming up with excuse after excuse. He's like, it's a hike. And Skylar's like, all right, fine. Is it you? Is it me you're hiding from them or the other way around? Mm. Props to her for just asking straight up. Oh, yeah. I wish I had the balls of her. I mean, yeah. I wish a lot of people did. Yeah. And just said what was on their mind. Mm -hmm. It would save a lot of problems. Yeah. But that's not how the world works. No. So, yeah. That's a hoot. <laughs> <laughs> but that's one way to say it <laughs> <laughs> so okay so then will says that they can go sometime next week and then mm. skylar's just like well what if i say that i won't sleep with you again until i meet your friends yeah and then will just groans and goes i say it's 4 40 in the morning and i say that they're up and he starts to dial the telephone yeah 
Do you have anything more to say? Uh, no, that's just so typically men. <laughs> you can get anything from them if you threaten not to sleep with them. I mean, Skylar... Anything. Then... Or you can also get anything if, if you say, if you give me that, I'll sleep with you. You can get anything. Anything. How often have you used the superpower, Yolanda? <laughs> I don't. Mm. I'm, I'm you really innocent. You know a lot about the superpower. No, I'm really innocent, but... Mm -hmm. um, sure, that's, that's what they all say. No, but like... <laughs> no, no, no. You cannot imagine the amount of guys... That like just when you when you when you have a feeling they want something from you, and you tell them I'm not gonna sleep with you, that just lose all interest in you. Oh, I can imagine because See, men are pigs. Yeah, and it's the same. Yeah, so, men are terrible. Mm, yeah. 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 <laughs> I agree. <laughs> horrible. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes they're quite kind, but like sometimes horrible. Yeah. It goes both ways. Like yeah. people are just sometimes horrible and sometimes. Yeah, that's very true. But as long as the guy sticks his dick is happy, then he's happy. Though. I mean, Skylar does say that um, men are shameless, and if you're not thinking with your wiener, then you're acting directly on his behalf. Yeah, that's right, true. Will agrees with this. Yeah. Props then, to him because it is true. And then yeah. they start flirting, they start mixing up more sports metaphors, which I was like. You know, I agree with Skylar. Stop mixing up your sports metaphors. Mm. If you're going to stick with one, stick with one. Fair. Pick your metaphor. You want sure. it to be baseball? Let it be baseball. You want it to be tennis? Let it be tennis. But yeah. stick with your metaphor. Yeah. See, I don't know enough about ball sports to even Do you know enough metaphors. about sports? Other sports, yes, but just not sports involving balls. <laughs> Like any that sounded them. so bad. <laughs> um, um, sports where you hit balls and stuff. You don't always hit the ball. Sometimes you bounce it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yep, that's what she said. <laughs> cool. So um, um, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. What did you want to know from me? Nothing. What do you think of that scene? I mean, it's <laughs> oh. a very, it's a very short scene, but like, I mean, no, but I, I think it's very beautifully made because it's very, it's very, um, um, it doesn't hide anything. It's very intimate. Yeah, it's like literally what you talk with each other in bed. Yeah, yeah, and you wouldn't do that with just. The way they speak to each other is not the way you would speak just to a friend. And that's and I think it's one very thing nice. that I really like about this film. That, like, they're doing a really good job that based on who is speaking to who, yeah. the language changes. Oh, 100%. And, like, you can see that even when you see Sean and Lambo mm -hmm. talking. And it's just the two of them. And we have more scenes of just the two of them a bit yeah. later. But, like, even in the scenes that we've had so far of just the two of them... Mm -hmm. We see in it that, you know, sometimes it's their language can change from old friends chatting and then immediately their language changes if yeah. someone walks into the room, if someone else is part of the conversation, yeah, like the yeah. language just changes. And I, it, it's very cool. It's very subtle, but it's how people talk in real yeah, life. And I and think this film is doing a very good job of doing that. Mm -hmm. And especially also what is the first thing that popped into my mind, you saying that. Is uh you know when he brings Skylar to the bar? Yeah. She just we're about to get there. Okay. She just tries to fit in with the exactly. Boys. So yeah. Skylar is now at 
the bar meeting friends. Yeah. And Morgan is surprised that Will brought Skylar here. And that when they were all bombed and and drinking. So Will retorts saying, it's rare we be drinking. <laughs> um, and I was just like, ah. The sarcasm. That's a lie. <laughs> um, and then Chuck starts to explain about his Uncle Marty, who also drinks. Yeah. We have a fun story about Uncle Marty. Do you want to hear a fun story about Uncle Marty? Oh, go for it. Of course. Sure. So, Uncle Marty is driving home out of his mind. The state trooper pulls him over. And Uncle Marty, instead of getting out, just walks and walking the line. He gets out and pukes. So, the state trooper is pretty sure he's over the legal limit. So the state trooper is about to throw the cuffs on him, and then 50 yards down the road, there is a huge boom. And Morgan then interrupts, asking if the state trooper gets shot. Chuck says, shut up, you've heard the story before, and we get back to the story. Yeah. And turns out that someone has hit a tree. So the state trooper looks at Uncle Marty and says, stay here, don't move, and then runs off to go deal with the accident like the state trooper probably should. So right then, I was like, well... I feel like Uncle Marty's gonna move. Hey, guess what? I was right. Uncle Marty yeah, moved. Obviously, why wouldn't why wouldn't you? Yeah, so after a few minutes, Uncle Marty started to wonder what he was doing there. So he gets up, gets in the car, and drives home. Yeah. The next morning, Uncle Marty is passed out, and there's a knock at the door, and hey look, it's the state trooper. And Uncle Marty is just like, What? And the state trooper's like, you know what? Like I pulled you over last night and you took off. Uncle Marty's like, I've never seen you before in my life. Like, you know, I've been home all night with my mm. kids. The state trooper's like, take me to your garage. I can show you. Uncle Marty doesn't believe him, but he's like, no, 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 take me to your garage. So Uncle Marty finally gives in, which I'm just saying, if anyone from the government shows up and says, like, show me something, like, you don't have to legally let them in unless they have a warrant. But Uncle Marty, obviously, thought he had nothing, done nothing to hide. Wrong, yeah. yeah, there was nothing to hide. So Uncle Marty was like, fine, I'll take you to the garage. So he takes him to the garage and in the garage is the lovely police cruisers um, that are the state troopers police cruiser. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good story. <laughs> well done. <laughs> well done, Uncle Marty. He uh, was so drunk that he drove the wrong car home. Yeah. Um, don't drink and drive, ladies and gentlemen. Just no, don't do just it. Don't. If you're going to have an alcoholic drink, get a taxi, call an Uber, call a Walk. Lyft, call a boat. Yeah. Whatever works and wherever you are. Huh? No, it just surprised me that you said you call a boat. I said bolt. Oh, bolt. <laughs> I understood a boat. <laughs> yes, you can call a boat. You might be in a landlocked country like Hungary, but uh, call a boat to yeah. get yourself home. I think that is the perfect plan mm. for anybody. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, you can probably get home on a boat, can't you? Me? You might have to do a little bit of walking, but from here, you can probably get home on a boat. No. I'm sure that there's a way. Uh, there are enough canals in London. Me, um, but I, I'm just thinking where the closest. <laughs> Body of water is from where I live. I mean, I don't even know where the closest body of water is from where we are currently. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. Which is my home in undisclosed location in London. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, I don't know. I don't know. We'll find out. So, yeah, um, Morgan then pipes up and is just like, what's the point of this story? Stories don't need a point. As right. long as they're entertaining, they don't need a point. 
The point of it is to entertain. Fair enough. That's why it's called a story. Exactly. Yeah. It doesn't always have to have some type of deeper meaning. Yeah, exactly. Meaning. That doesn't have a point. That That's just pure entertainment. Most of the I time when so. I talk, I don't have a point. Yeah, that's very true. Oh, you, you didn't need <laughs> to. <laughs> also, it's not always very entertaining. <laughs> Look. <laughs> I 100% set myself up for it. And I, like, I'm proud of you for taking that. But, like, also, like, I don't know why I didn't see that coming. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not even uh, sorry for saying that. Yeah, yeah, you shouldn't be. Well done. Well played. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Nicely Thank you. done. Uh, Thank you. A solid insult. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah. Um. Anyway, Morgan's just like, yeah. There's no point, and it's like, you know, you've gotten away from the point. And the other friend, who's Ginger, um, do you know who this is? I know. Is this just the fourth friend of the group? Yeah, I great. Think it's so. the fourth friend of the group. I think his name is Brad, so we'll call him Brad. And his uh, name might not be Brad, but now his name is Brad for the uh, rest of the time that uh, I talk about him in this film, which is not a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so he then says, you know, just you don't get it. Like, stop asking questions and stop embarrassing him. Like, yeah. stop embarrassing Chuck when mm-hmm. he's trying to tell a story and yeah. trying to put a good impression forward to Skylar, yeah. who is here at this bar. He's just trying to be a good friend. And you know what? I like Brad. I do Throughout too. the whole movie, he doesn't feel the need to like show off the way the curly hair guy does. What's his name again? Morgan. Morgan. He doesn't need to show. He doesn't feel the need to show off. He seems quite emotionally stable. <laughs> yeah, he's just very calm in a way. You know, sure. I like that. I mean, Chuck isn't calm, but he's definitely. I mean, a I lot- like Chuck as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's definitely a lot more emotionally stable than. Uh, well, I mean, no one's. Will's definitely not emotionally stable, hence no. the whole point of the film. But um, he's definitely, I feel like, between Brad and Chuck, they're the most emotionally stable of the core group of yeah, four friends. Yeah, they just, yeah, they cho- they're they more, most mature. Yeah. Let's go like that. They're, yeah. they're, they're in the, the, yes. Yeah. Yes. Words are hard. I don't know what I was just trying to say. I, <laughs> yes. I stuttered a lot. And I just said yes. Because, uh, <laughs> yeah, we know, we, know what, we know what we mean. We, we, we've understood, but like the listeners need to also understand because yeah. they are the lovely people who tune in. Yeah, that's fair. And decide that. They're just the most level headed. The listeners, I agree. They, no, they're not probably the... the most level-headed out of all of us. Yeah, that's very true as well. But I mean, <laughs> I meant, I meant the other two friends. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they are by far. Um, so Skylar says, no, 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 it's okay. Like, don't worry. I have a story. Maybe <laughs> let's see if you can understand it, and maybe I it's a bit more story. your speed, Morgan. So there's an old couple in bed, Mary and Patty, and Mary and Patty both have Irish accents for some reason. Yeah. Um, I will not be doing the Irish accents. Oh, come on, please. I can't do an Irish accent. Just try. No. Yes. It's going to be terrible. That doesn't matter. I can't do one. Be entertaining. Oh, I mean, I'm trying, but like, it's not going very <laughs> well. Yeah, accent. it's not good. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. I told you it was going to be very bad. <laughs> That's a terrible Irish accent because it's not an Irish accent. No, it does not sound Irish in the slightest. No! I told you I couldn't do one. <laughs> it's a bit <laughs> Yeah. That's the closest I can get to one is saying the word shit. Right. <laughs> so anyway, they wake up on the morning of their uh, 50th anniversary. Um, yeah. Yeah, we're not doing we're not doing the accent. Um, Look, I'll do the accents when I can do the accent. I just can't do the accent. Like, um, that's the closest you get, listeners. Uh, I warned you, it's not good. <laughs> so... They wake up, it's the morning of their 50th wedding anniversary, and Mary tells Patty that, you know, uh, 
she he wants something, you know, or Mary tells Patty that she wants to buy her anything that she would like. So Patty says, all right, um, that in 50 years, there's one thing that has been missing, and I would like a blowjob. So Mary says, okay. So Mary takes out the teeth and gives him a blowjob. And afterwards, Patty says, it was the most beautiful, earth-shaking thing ever. Is there anything I can do to you? Mary looks up, and at this very moment, uh, Skylar then fills her mouth with her drink and just goes, hold on, hold on. Oh, I have no. water. Uh-oh, um, I will try it. to make this not as messy. but um, <laughs> Just take a small sip. Yeah, yeah I'm going to take a small sip and try to recreate this horrific, terrible moment. For <laughs> some reason, I've decided to plaster this on the internet. Here we go. <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> it was bad. I was trying not to spill water. Yeah, uh, but that's the whole point of it. That yeah, it but like I have a tablet out. and microphones. I'm not about to spill water oh, down enough. everything. There's equipment. <laughs> um, the water, um, unlike it did for me, uh, it spills out of her mouth uh, yeah, for context. And everyone's laughing and calling it filthy. She fit in. She fit in perfectly. Yeah, yeah. it was great. Honestly, great scene. Like, yeah. another, a very fun scene of just a friend introducing his girlfriend to his friends, yeah. being slightly embarrassed by his friends, but also just laughing and having a good time. Yeah. All good. So, yeah, I don't know. Do you have anything else to add on that scene? Um, no, not from the top of my head. Yeah, no. Lovely. Okay. I just like her fit, trying to fit in. It's a good time. Yeah, but also the other boys not being like too hard on her and no. like coming on to her weirdly or anything like that no no i appreciate that they all understood uh boundaries um, yes really absolutely nice. yeah so they head up and chuck says thanks for coming by it was nice to meet you mm-hmm. and then will's like well i'm taking your car and you know the friends tell chuck the same thing and they're just like and chuck's like wait why and he's like well i have to drive back to wherever i need to go back to skyler's mm-hmm. he's like fine but you have to drop me off first but will's like no it's out of the way i don't want to do that skyler meanwhile pops in and she's just like i thought i was seeing your place tonight and will's just like not tonight and chuck agrees saying that you know if she takes one look at his place will knows he will be dropped like a bad habit yeah and skyler wanted to meet the brothers and will's just like another night I'm pretty sure the brothers don't exist. I'm pretty sure, but, like, there's no concrete evidence that the brothers don't exist. But like, I'm At that point? Yeah, yeah, I'm, like, 98% <clears throat> sure at this point that the brothers don't exist. Yeah. So, um, he's definitely still lying to her about that, but we'll see. But I don't know. I don't get why Will... I mean, I understand that, like, he's doesn't want to, like, you know, show her his place because he's kind of ashamed But at the same time, like, you know, she seems like she truly, truly cares about him to where, but also like, you know, he's going through some stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think the thing is, she comes from a rich background. He's not sure if she understands or if if it's like a total turn off um, if the way he lives. Or maybe it's not the cleanest either. I don't know. Fair. I mean, yeah. he does and say that it's likes... filthy and that it's dirty and everything when he describes it to her. But yeah, yeah. I mean, it, there are many reasons why he wouldn't want to show yeah. her the place. But I feel like 
if there was going to be someone in his life, like she seems like the one that could potentially break through the barrier. So that's kind of what I'm hoping yeah, is happening. Is like, but it's insecurities. I don't think it's insecurities. I don't, you can't but blame like, I'm him for that at all. I don't blame him, but also no. like I hope that she's able to break through by the end of the film. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. So yeah, hundred percent. But I think that's still a very relevant thing even nowadays. That even the like. Yes, a lot of people seek partners with financial stability. Mm-hmm. But um so it makes people that maybe are not didn't grow up in like a middle class with a middle class background or anything like that that they um feel ashamed from where they come from. Which I think is very sad. Yeah. Cuz it does not matter. It doesn't affect your personality if you have money or not. Well, it does affect your personality, maybe. But, like, when you like someone, it should not affect if they're rich or poor. Yeah. It should not matter, basically. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. It's a good philosophy. Yes. I mean, I wish that was the case. It definitely isn't. But like, No, I it wish definitely that was isn't. But, yeah, it it should be. It should be the case. For any person with good morals, it should be. Yeah. Hopefully, that's more people than it isn't i hope so i would I hope, hope so. so yeah i don't know so anyway goodwill hunting sean is uh trying to tell a joke and marty is not getting it and lambo walks in and you know sean says you know what put it on my tab and timmy the bartender asks if he ever plans on paying the tab and uh here's my question to you is that a thing was that a thing can that still be a thing like bar taps y- or what? I know bar tabs exist, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I've never been to a bar where you're allowed to leave without paying your tab. Um, I know the pub I used to work at, we had a few tabs, but they were like company tabs. Mostly from the company that owned, that owned the bar, pub. But I think... I don't know. But, like, it doesn't seem like Sean is an owner of this bar. No, not at all. But I think that's an old school thing. No? Maybe. I don't know. I'm just saying, like, it might be. Look, we're probably not the right people to talk about this. We're both 25? Yeah. Yeah, we're both 25. Um, (laughs) It was before we could go drink. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. Like, it was this a thing? Is this a thing? Listeners, if any of you know, let me know. Like, I, I don't know. Because I've, <laughs> I've seen it a lot in film and television. Yeah. But I've Maybe never heard. Thing. Right. But, like, even in America, I've never heard of a bar where you can leave without paying your bar tab. Yeah, yeah. You know, it like, makes, even it in sense. America, I've never seen that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, like, it does make sense, because, yeah. Yeah, I, I just, I, I don't know. It's it's a thing of, maybe it's a thing of the past. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Um, I don't know. I mean, I've definitely let, like, regular customers that just want a beer, and I'm like, oh, shit, I forgot my wallet. Am I allowed to swear in this? Yeah, okay, we cool. have the little explicit sign. Don't okay, worry. Cool, cool. Also, it's kind of hard to talk about an R-rated film when uh, we can't swear. Fair enough, fair <laughs> enough. Good, good. Um, yeah, that they were like, oh, damn, I forgot my wallet. And I was like, yeah, just either pay next time or you come here that often, it's on the house. Like, Fair. I mean, like, I... 
have never worked a pub long enough to be able to mm, do that. Fair enough, fair enough. But I feel like I would also do that. Yeah. Where I'm like, I see you all the service, time. Like, you whatever. Know. Like, yeah, you know. exactly. Yeah. But anyway, Sean plans on Sean plans on paying the bar tab using the winning lotto ticket of 12 million US dollars. Yeah. Um, Tim isn't sure if it's going to cover it. Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic retort it's from Tim. A lot Tim. of beer. It's Fantastic lot, retort from Tim. A lot of beer. <laughs> <laughs> you so, could buy a whole pub for that. <laughs> he could buy multiple pubs for that. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not in London. He could probably buy multiple pubs in London. He could probably nah. buy like one. He could probably buy like one really nice pub in London or two. <sighs> it depends on the location though. Semi-nice pubs in London. It depends on the location, though, probably. Well, where do you want it? Do you want the Leicester Square location, or do you want, like, the Bromley location? Obviously, the Leicester Square, because you're going to make tons more money. Yes, but is it the same cozy house feel that you want? I don't know. I don't know. It's up to you as the investor. What would you prefer? Would you prefer the coziness, or would you prefer the Leicester Square, where you have um, more chaos? You can make a pub in Leicester Square cozy, I think. True, true. I mean, the Weatherspoons there is cozy. I've never been to Leicester Square Weatherspoons. Uh, it, it's it's consistently packed. I mean, yeah, what do you expect in <laughs> spoons? <laughs> um, for listeners not from the UK, um, the Weatherspoons, at least in England, I don't know if it's around the rest I of the don't. UK, but I know that yeah. it's a thing in at least England. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's a chain of pubs and they have cheap food and cheap drinks yeah it's it's the cheapest you it's, can get drunk but it's also a little bit filthy yeah, yeah um they don't tend to be the nicest but like in london you can get like a pint there for like four pounds oh less than that in london london i once got in ealing yeah but you're a, in a half pint of a berry cider for like a quid yeah but you're or 50 ealing. even yeah, but yeah, okay, that's fair enough. But um, you're not in London at that point. You're in Ealing. Ealing is part of London. I mean, yeah, it, it's it, zone three. It feels like it's not. Yeah, it, that's very true. <laughs> Ealing definitely feels like it should be like zone six. Yeah, a little bit, but um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, got a very cheap half pint anyway. Anyway, yeah, um, if if anyone is traveling to the UK, um, go to Spoons. It's a cheap way to get drunk if that's what you're into. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, Lambo, uh, back to Goodwill Hunting. Yes, yeah, sorry. Lambo asks about Will, and they seem to agree that it's going well, mm-hmm. but they haven't really gotten to the future yet. Yeah. They have, they have still been talking about the past. So Lambo reveals that his phone has been ringing with job offers from cutting-edge mathematicians, um, or in cutting-edge math- mathematics, like think tanks, a place where a mind like Will's is, you know, free and has free reign. And Sean says that's great, but I'm not sure that that's what Will is ready for. Yeah. And then the sandwiches arrive. That was very fast. Yeah. That was very fast. Yeah. Like, I don't know what type of ship that Tim is running. Oh, he, he's on it. But I want to go to that pub where I can... I mean, they're probably pre-made. You just have to, like, chuck them in the in the in the... 
panini toaster thingy. I'm but just saying. No, I totally, I get what you mean. The sandwich and the chips or fries, whatever you want to call them. Crisps, depending <laughs> on where you're from. That Look, they're called like eight different things. Um, the fries, chips, crisps, again. Um, they looked fresh. Yes. And then you had the sandwich. I which... mean, it was literally crisps though, right? Uh, n- it was not chips. It was crisps. Okay. The, like, this is where I get confused because words are hard and everyone has crisps different words. Crisps are potato chips. Chips are, and fries are potatoes deep fried and not the thin ones. Not the Great. Ones. Yeah. Well, I <laughs> was pretty sure it was like the potato deep fry one. No, I'm pretty sure it's crisps. I, I didn't think it was crisps. I thought it was crisps because I was like... Maybe it was crisps. Cri- yeah. Why did they get crisps with sandwiches? Oh, I did, d- that's d- what I thought. That's very common time. though. I mean... Oi, have you ever been to Subway? Crisps, fair enough. Like once or twice. Okay, fine. But like in Subway, they legitimately say, if you want to make it a meal, do you want crisps or a cookie? Yes, but that's a bag of crisps. Sure. That's not just open crisps on a plate. No, but, like, if you go to, like, a restaurant and, like, you know, you order a sandwich, sometimes they just come with a side of crisps. Have you never had that experience? No. Maybe it's a very American thing. I don't know. Yeah, like, maybe. I don't, I don't know. know. I've never had that. Like, that's pretty common. Fair enough. I mean, I don't mind it at all. I don't know. I, yeah, okay. We're learning a lot today. Yeah, about honestly. A lot of things that have nothing to do with Goodwill Hunting. Yeah. Um, which is honestly how this podcast goes usually. Like, you know, we talk about the film, sure, but like we end up talking about everything and any- anything yeah. else. So anyway, the, um, the sandwiches are here. So Lambo asks Tim to help them try to settle a debate. Yeah. And he asks, do you know about Jonas Salk? And he's like, yeah, he cured polio. I, I-, I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. Shout out to him. Um, I th- I think I pronounced his name right. I hope I did. If I didn't, I'm sorry. Um, Albert Einstein, of course. Obviously, we know Albert. Gerard, Gerald Lambeau, no. Tim asks who won the bet. Lambeau says, I did. I don't get what the bet was either. Because it's his name. Yeah, I get that. Because um, um, he obviously won a field top, uh, medal, which is... The Nobel Prize of Maths. Which doesn't and make so, sense because, yeah, again, there's a Nobel Prize for math. I've, I've already... Was there, though, at that... Is there, though? Yes. I didn't know that. I thought it was just, I'm like... I'm pretty sure... Hold no, on. No, I'm pretty sure it isn't. Hold but, on. um, I'm... basically, um, Sean tries to say that, oh, you're really famous in your field, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, but I like, mean, look, the field's, um... Oh, no, I'm yeah. pretty sure it's not. Hey, so um, I was very wrong. There is no Nobel Prize in mathematics. Um, I'm sorry for the listeners that uh, in the last couple episodes that I might have said that there was. Uh, there is not. I was mistaken. My mistake. I'm very sorry. So yeah, I think he just tries to make a point that he's fa- that he's famous, Lambo's but it doesn't matter. Famous, but um, Lambo, no, he's knows he's not like yeah he's not a household name yeah Yeah, yeah. he's not a household name well lambo says that it isn't about him he's nothing compared to will yeah and tim goes to the bar and asks someone if he knows who uh gerald lambo is um also didn't he get introduced as jerry like or lambo or like just jerry to tim like how does 
I don't know. Yeah, probably. Okay, cool. Just just making sure. Oh, that's probably also why he didn't pick up who Gerald was. Okay, now I'm just getting yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, it's making sense. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Oi, sometimes I write the note down and it doesn't make sense when I write it down. And then like as I'm talking about it, I'm like, oh. Yeah. That was a dumb note. <laughs> oh, well. It happens. So Lambeau explains that in 1905, there were hundreds of proofs renowned for study of universe, but it was a 26-year-old Swiss patent clerk doing physics in his spare time that changed the world. And could you imagine if Einstein gave up to drink with his buddies every night? We all could have lost something. Um, Tim here would have never heard of him. Sure, fair sentiment, but mm-hmm. um, at the same time, I thought Einstein was German. No, I think he's Swiss. I think he was in Germany for a while, but I think. Now we're googling. It's Albert like Einstein. it's like a bit of a borderline thing, I think. Because I know he was in Switzerland for a fair amount of his life. I don't know if he's born in Switzerland or not, but um. According to Wikipedia, he was born in the. In Ulm, in the kingdom of... That's Germany. Wurttemberg? Yeah, that's Germany. That's Germany. Great. Um, but it, I think he moved to Switzerland or like... Yeah, and studied, maybe studied in Switzerland as well. I mean, it does say that he had Swiss citizenship from 1901 yeah. to 1955. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe he's half Swiss or something like that. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure that I would probably find out if I actually sat and read this entire Wikipedia yeah, no, article. Yeah, but he definitely... I'm pretty sure... He studied or something like that at the ETH in Zurich. Okay, okay. Like, he definitely was living in, in Switzerland, Switzerland for a very long s- time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, I, I just... <laughs> again, I was like, I thought he was German. I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> cool. Sean calls it dramatic. And Lambo disagrees and says that Will doesn't have the right direction, but that they can provide it. Sean retorts, saying that in the 1960s, a young man from University of Michigan did brilliant work in mathematics, specifically bound uh, harmonic functions, and then went to Berkeley as an assistant professor, had an amazing potential, moved to Montana, and blew the competition away. And his name was Ted Kaczynski. Lambo hasn't heard of him. And Sean asks if Timmy has heard of Ted Kaczynski. Uh, he has. It was the Unabomber. Oh. Yeah. I don't know who the Unabomber is. Um, I just know that he uh, bombed stuff. Uh, hold I on. mean, I gathered that much. I gathered that much from that. <laughs> We're going back to Wikipedia, ladies and gentlemen, because... Uh, <laughs> we need to know. We uh we obviously don't. Um, he was a domestic terrorist. Yeah. Um, uh, we've put that together. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a mathematics prodigy, but abandoned his academic career, um, to pursue Ooh. a primitive lifestyle. To go to and, the dark oh, side. He was the one that uh injured twenty three people um and murdered three through mail bombing. So he sent bombs through the mail. Oh. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, I don't know know. why I laughed. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of messed up. No, but also when I when I when when you said mail, no, 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 no. When you said mail bombing, I was thinking mail as in not as in letters, but like male and female. I was like (laughs) confused for a few seconds. (laughs) Yes, English not my first language. I want to put that much. English is not my first language. (laughs) <laughs> yeah so i was like how did he do did he like threw at them or what did he do uh, 
that was beautiful. Yeah, anyway, was beautiful or did moment. he just kill men? Or that was a beautiful yeah. moment. No, he tried to yeah. hurt. A no, lot no, of I, I understand it now. <laughs> yes, yes, we've we've gotten there. <laughs> oh, I'm glad I was here for this moment. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for letting me be here for yeah, this moment. That's, that's okay. It's anyway, welcome. So Lambo realizes like what's going on and says, "All right, that's." what i'm talking about we need to give this kid the right direction he can contribute to the world and that they can help him yeah sean says that direction is one thing manipulation is another mm-hmm. and lambo says he's not at home every night twiddling his mustache and i was like what mustache you are clean <laughs> shaven good sir yeah. um and trying to plot how to ruin the boy's life he was doing advanced math at 18 and it took him over 20 years to earn a fields medal mm-hmm. sean again sean's firing on all cylinders and it's just like well maybe that's what you want but that's not what he wants there's more to life than a fields medal mm-hmm. lambo says that it's too important and that it is above a personal rivalry and this is where i had all the questions i was like personal rivalry with who between them what happened did lambo do something to annoy or hurt sean and sean has never forgiven him that doesn't make sense because then why would lambo now um you know come to sean to get help unless he decided to put aside whatever this personal rivalry is between the two of them and just so that they could help will but then what is the rivalry what happened between the two of them i need answers i thought they were friend i need answers mm-hmm. i don't get answers no you don't get answers <laughs> i think it's just because um obviously lambo's that important mathematician yeah, yeah, blah, yeah. Blah, blah. And Sean's just a therapist. Yeah. I mean, that is kind of how he views it. I mean, look, Sean says, let's talk about the boy, give him time, figure out what he wants. And yeah. Lambo's just like, look, that's a wonderful theory. Work wonders for you. Sean yeah, exactly. claps back and is like, you know, you know, calls but, Lambo an arrogant prick. Which, fair enough. Maybe, maybe Sean would have been, was really, really smart. And could have studied something like maths. But he just had a bigger passion for... Helping for, people. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I think that they're both incredibly smart, but they're incredibly smart in their field. Yeah. And, you know, there's no shame that Sean is working in community college or whatever, because that's mm-hmm. what he wants to do. That's what exactly. he enjoys doing. Again, exactly. like, he might not have the accomplishments, but he's happy. And mm-hmm. he's doing what he loves to do. So why is his life any worse off just because his accomplishments aren't as big? Yeah. There's nothing yeah. wrong with that. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But Lambo, to finish up this conversation. Or maybe. Oh. That just came to my mind. Maybe it's even, in a way, a rivalry between Lambo and Will. Because he knows Will's a lot much smarter. And oh, he I definitely does feel, feel threatened by that. Yeah, in yeah, a way, yeah. Obviously. Um, definitely definitely and like i'll I'll talk about that in just a second but mm-hmm. like to just finish off this conversation real quick lambo says that he's sorry he came out of courtesy he wanted to keep him in the loop and that will is currently in a meeting that he set up for him over at mcneil yeah i don't like lambo anymore i yeah. did at like in the first half of the film yeah. i gave him the benefit of the doubt in the first half of the film that like you know he's looking out but like you know he's he's, a he's just not sure how to look out for the kid but like he's trying his best to help the kid out yeah i think he's one of these people you know that are super smart in their field mm-hmm. but because they're like so um intelligent that they're not really they don't have the people skills in that way 
You know what I mean? Definitely. It now just feels like, you know, he just wants to use Will for personal gain. Yeah. And I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Originally, it felt like he wanted to give Will a chance so that his genius doesn't get wasted. Yeah. <coughs> but now it just feels like it's for personal gain, and that's kind of mm-hmm. Um, And I don't like that. And it kind of feels like he just wants credit for finding Will. Yeah. And that, like, he's angry that Sean doesn't see it this way. And it kind of feels like he's like, oh, it's going to be my way or the highway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <coughs> so I made a prediction at this point that what I've said previously, pretty much most of it stays intact. But just to remind the listeners as well, I think Will is going to turn down the offers from all these high level uh, think tanks. And I think he'll get sucked into it at first, but then like his friends will, and Skylar and Sean will help him realize that you know, one of these things tanks probably isn't the right place for him and he leaves and instead he'll choose love and he'll end up with Skylar and he will continue to be close with his friends and Sean and will probably, you know, something that we'll probably never see, but like he'll probably decide like, you know, I'll teach community college and like Mm -hmm. become a professor or like something like that or like work at some type of university that doesn't have like the biggest research where like he can kind of do what Sean did and it's like, hey, like, you know, um i don't i can help people understand this stuff yeah yeah yeah. um kind of i think that's what's gonna happen Mm -hmm. i don't fully know but Mm -hmm. i think that's what's going on yeah because he's perfectly he doesn't really care about like the big checks that he would get working at a massive corporate company or something no he doesn't he really doesn't he really doesn't Mm -hmm. so Will's in the interview, uh, meaning Chuck is in the interview, acting like his name is Will. <laughs> yeah, but see, I th- at first I didn't get that scene. But um, afterwards, Will says to, 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 Lambo, to Lambo that he sent his personal negotiator. Yeah. So I don't know if Chuck actually pretended to be Will. I don't know if, if he pretended to be Will, but Chuck's scene. in the interview. Yeah. So Chuck's going on about a retainer of some sort. And the offer is eighty four thousand US dollars a yeah, year, which is a lot of money, especially back in that time. Yeah, I did some math. Yeah, um, for once. Oh, I know. Was it? Is it right? Is it right math? I mean, it was a. I looked at an inflation calculator online math. Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, I didn't do a whole lot of math. The okay, computer did a lot in, of math. <laughs> I just typed just in numbers. In numbers. Fair but enough. I'm gonna claim that I did the math. Cool. Um, <laughs> I definitely did. Yeah, a hundred percent. Woo next will there <laughs> yeah. um f- for context ladies and gentlemen in the year 2023 uh i went based on when this came out in 97 yeah um and uh from 1997 eighty four thousand pound or eighty four thousand us dollars is now 161 thousand yeah. dollars in 2023 which is um quite sweet <laughs> which is lovely yeah still can't buy a house on it no but i can't even imagine that much money <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, but nah, nah, nah. Um, we are. Uh... Yeah, we're definitely not there. <laughs> not quite. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so the interviewers are trying to confirm that they are understanding Chuck correct that he wants cash now, and Chuck smartly says, oh, "I never said that." And all that he is saying is that for their business, it would concurrently improve if he had two hundred dollars in his back pocket right mm-hmm. now. The interviewers start checking their profits yeah but only one at the end does it and larry has 73 dollars yeah and then they ask if he'll take a check chuck 
calls the middle interviewer suspect and that he isn't sure about his reputation in this town. But after the shit he tried to pull today, he'd be looking into him. These interviewers have zero backbone, first of all. They're being pushed around by a 21-year-old kid. Yes. And I think they're just too scared to, like, offend him and because they know they will get in trouble if they, like, push him away. Which doesn't make any sense. Yeah, but they know he... But they know Will's, they want Will. They want. They Will. know they want Will, and they know they can't fuck it up. Because if they do fuck it up by being like rude or telling him off, then it will come back to them by some higher up. Fair, fair. So yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I definitely was like, do they know that they're supposed to have the power in the scene? Because um, <laughs> I, 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 do. I, I definitely feel like Chuck walked into the room and said, this is no longer your interview. This is my interview yeah. and uh, took oh, over. Definitely. So definitely. I think it's credit hilarious. to Chuck and Ben Affleck. He was great in this scene. Honestly. Like, I loved it. Like, yeah, well yeah, done, yeah. man. Like, yeah, I'm just not sure if uh, they knew that, um, you know. No, yeah, yeah. So Skyler and Will are out at a cafe they're having lunch yes and it's quiet and skylar's doing homework and will offers to help skylar's like no i need to learn this and she says it's important she really needs to learn this and mm-hmm. it's important to her fair enough she yeah, really wants to understand it like she's like look i need to know this too like you can't just do it for me mm-hmm. right so skylar then you know gives in and Stops doing her homework for a second and asks Will if he has a photographic memory. Mm-hmm. Will isn't sure. He just remembers. And he's not sure how. Yeah. And, you know, Will has studied a little bit of organic chemistry for fun. Yeah. I will say this. Based on the horror stories from my friends when I went to um, uni, nobody studies organic <laughs> chemistry for fun. See, funny you should say that. Back in... In Switzerland, it's called grammar school. It's just basically the school you go to. If you want to go to university, it's a school before university. Mm-hmm. And I did take... Um, my major in that was chemistry and biology. Sure. And my minor was physics. Lovely. So, yeah, I did. I had to do a lot of formula stuff. In, yeah, but at the chemistry. time, you decided that was what you wanted to do. Yes. Which it meant that you fun. had to do it. You know, yeah. It but is it very interesting, though. Oh, I'm not saying that it's not interesting. But it's difficult, yeah. That's but it's true. not something that you would just do for fun. No. Like, today. Yeah. If you didn't need to study organic chemistry, would you go to the library and check out a book on no. organic chemistry? Especially since, I don't know what it is, but, like, when you just read it in a book... I don't understand it. I don't understand I need most somebody, things when I, I, book, I, don't, so like, I need somebody to explain it to me and then I can be like, oh yeah. But if just a book explains it to me, I don't get okay, it. Okay, okay. Then I will rephrase yeah. my question. So today, yeah. as soon as we finish recording, yeah. for fun, would you go online and sign up for, we'll even say free, a free introduction to organic chemistry Probably course? Probably not. Yeah, no one does it for fun. No. <laughs> I mean, mm, no. <laughs> no, see, because it depends on what subject it rela- relates to. It's very interesting, but... um, No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I-, I wouldn't either. Mm-mm. Yeah, no. So, Skylar says that nobody studies it for fun. 
Yeah. I, I hit play and I was like, vindication. <laughs> I was right. Um, and, you know, it's not necessary, not for someone like him. And Will's like, what do you mean? And she's like, oh, someone who divides their time very evenly between the batting cages and the bars. And I was like, he can be smart, but also nice dig, Skylar. Like, mm-hmm. Well done. Like, just playful banter as you do when yeah. you're in a relationship. Exactly. Skylar says that there are smart people at Harvard and they have to study this. And it's really hard. Mm-hmm. Yet, for some reason, you understand so easily and she doesn't understand, like, how his mind works. And mm-hmm. she wants to understand. So, Will, I think that he's trying to change the subject, asking if he plays, if she plays the piano. Um, he knows that she does. And Skylar's like, no, 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 I really want to talk about this. And Will's like, I'm trying to explain, but this yeah. is just the only way that I know how to yeah. explain this, right? So he confirms that Skylar knows how to play the piano. And then Will explains that when you see the piano, you see Mozart. And Skylar's like, I see chopsticks. And he's like, fine, Beethoven. <laughs> um, I appreciate that it was chopsticks because it is two notes yeah. <laughs> that yeah, you yeah. have to play. I still can't play it. Also, I've never attempted it. That's fair. So, like, I, I might be it, able to play chopsticks, but I've never attempted it. I don't it. know what chopstick is. Oh, it's the one that's like, da 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 da. Oh, what? Do, how does it? How does it go? I have um, no idea. Oh, I. Oh, I am. It's 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 legitimately two notes. I am completely blanking on. The, oh, how does the rhythm go? Oh, this is terrible. This is terrible. This is terrible. I I know what this is. Um, oh my goodness. I am. All right. Okay. This is this. This is this is gonna bother me now, ladies and gentlemen. So um, we're going, we're going back to the <laughs> internet. Um, hold on. Uh, oh, this is this is not going well. Um, hold on. Um, God, now now I just feel like I'm a terrible musician. Um, who just doesn't well, know anything. See, and I play the piano, and I don't know what that chopsticks thing. Oh, is. you definitely know what it is. If you I play piano, know. you know what it is. Hold on, I'll I'll, I'll play you. I'll play you a very. Very short um, little okay. clip of it. Chop sticks. Great. Um, not that I want the song. That. Uh, we might have to edit this out for copyright purposes. So sorry if you don't hear anything, ladies and gentlemen. Also, how do I turn up the volume on this thing? Probably on the side somewhere. This thing. Oh wait, I hit the wrong button. I have never heard that in my life. I mean, it's usually a lot faster. Hold on. Why? It's not working. You've never heard this in your life. No. Hold on. Here it goes again. So imagine that faster, where it goes. Something like you've never heard that. All right, I I'll have to show it to you properly after we finish this episode, this recording. But um, yeah. So she sees chopsticks. Yeah. Anyway, back to the explanation of like you know Matt and his not Matt um Matt Damon Will and his brain um because I'm pretty sure Matt's brain is not like this um if it is. But you know what? They wrote it, so it might they be. did a very good job researching that stuff. Hey, they did a lovely job researching mm-hmm. it. So, like, credit to them. So, he's like, look, 
when Beethoven and Mozart and all of them, they look at a piano, it makes sense. To yeah. Will, he sees a bunch of keys and three pedals and a box of wood. Yeah. But to make both so yeah, but to Beethoven and Mozart, it made sense, and they could just play. Mm-hmm. He can't paint a picture, and he can't hit a ball out of Fenway Park or play the piano, but he can just do an Oakham paper in one hour yeah. because it comes to that stuff. He can just play. Like, that's the only way that he can explain it. And honestly, that's a very good analogy. Yeah, 100%. Like, he can't explain why he's good at this. He just is. Mm-hmm. And that's fair. Like, he... I get that. Is there anything that... You're kind of like, I can't explain why I'm good at this, but, like, I just am? No. Okay. I don't think so. <laughs> no, I was hoping I was get to being like, yeah, my friend's talented. Um, okay. We'll, no. we'll, just, we'll just move on. I don't um, think so. I mean, I learn quite fast, but um, I still have to sit down and think about it. it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. But um, Fair. no, I'm no. So... Skylar leans in saying that she has something to tell him, kisses him, and then Skylar says that it isn't fair that she's been here for four years and only just found him. And on that lovely note, we're going to take a quick break for an intermission, and then we'll come right back to this. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the intermission. I hope you are all enjoying this episode of Post Finale with Yolanda on as we continue talking about Goodwill Hunting. Now, I just wanted to pop in real quick, just a couple of housekeeping things. If you are enjoying the episode, be sure to leave a like. If you're watching on YouTube, leave us a comment. It really does help. Uh, if you want to help out the show in other ways, you can do so by rating the show. Whatever podcast app you're using, you can rate the show, and it really, really does help out. And thank you so much to everyone who has done this, who will do this in the future. Also, please check out our social media. It's at Co-op Forge with an underscore. So it's C-O underscore O-P-F-O-R-G-E at Co-op Forge. And then you can also follow the show itself at Post Finale Pod on the different platforms. And we're going to slowly start adding some more. And also I've been kind of hinting that there is a project that is coming out on Co-op Forge's YouTube in january and that's where we're going to announce that project is on social media so that's gonna be announced just a little bit after christmas right in time for the new year so if you want to keep up to date on what's going on there be sure to go follow the social media pages again they are at co underscore o-p-f-o-r-g-e or at post finale pod depending on which show you want to follow and what you want to do but Other than that, if you still want to help out the show and gain access to more content, you can do so. Head over to patreon.com slash postfinale and you can get access to loads of different types of bonus content. And the Percy Jackson series is coming out. I believe this episode is coming out the day that the first two episodes of the Percy Jackson series comes out. So if you want to see some behind the scenes and some thoughts on our thoughts for this new series that's coming out which i absolutely love percy jackson for anyone that doesn't know be sure go check that out if you want to figure out like hey what are our initial thoughts on this series everything like that so different types of bonus content sometimes it's audio sometimes it's video you can get access to notes different things like that you can sign up using the link 
for the Patreon, which is going to be in the episode description or in the YouTube description, depending on where you are listening or watching. And thank you all so much for supporting the show. It really does mean a lot. And thank you so much for coming back every week. It really does make it feel like I'm not always just speaking to a void of people who I'm not really sure if they're listening or not. So when you engage, it makes me happy. And it really makes me realize that, you know, what I'm doing, there is an audience and people are listening. So thank you so much, truly from the bottom of my heart for being on this journey throughout this year and you know in 2024 new and bigger things are hopefully coming soon so looking forward to that but I've rambled on for a bit so let's get back to this episode and figure out more about what's happening in the world of goodwill hunting and the world of will hunting so Skylar and Will are back in bed Woo! (laughs) and Will responds saying that he isn't awake a plus move Um, well done buddy um and skylar asks will to come to california with her Mm -hmm. and will asks are you sure and she is and he's like how do you know and she's like i don't i just know yeah um and she knows because she feels it and will is like well what if you know next week you could be in cali and you find out that there is something that you don't like and maybe you wish that you hadn't said that but so but because what you said is so serious you can't take it back and then he's just stuck in California with someone who doesn't really want to be in California with him. Yeah. I understand where he's coming from. 100%. It's a very big step 100%. to move halfway, not halfway, across a country. Yeah. And that to a country as large as the US. Yeah, and also I think because also from a financial state of you, I don't did I? No, I said that from a financial standpoint. There we go. We got that. <laughs> um, because I don't think she realizes, like, he has a home there and everything, and obviously his friends, blah, 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 blah. And if he moves there, first of all, he needs a new home and, like, he needs a job. He can't just be without a job. Yeah, I think it's just a lot difficult when you don't come from a privileged background to just move somewhere. Yeah, it's not it. it's not the easiest thing in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it definitely isn't. So, Skylar says that, you know, she doesn't want to take it back. She just wants Will to come to California with her. Mm-hmm. And Will says that he can't go because, one, he has a job here, and two, because he lives here, like yeah. you just pointed out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Skylar is like, look, if you don't love me, just say it. Will says that isn't the case. So Skylar says why you won't come. And I'm like, he's scared. Like, why can you not put this together, Skylar? He's scared. Yeah. Um, I I guess she put it together, though, because then I hit play, and she literally goes, what are you scared of? Yeah, no, totally. <laughs> totally. So, um, She's not that dumb. <laughs> you know, I, I probably should have just, like, let it play, but I had to write down the note. Yeah. So, Skylar asks what he's scared of, and, you know, he tells tells him that he lives in this tiny world where nobody challenges him and that he is safe. Will gets upset saying, don't tell me a thing about my world. He goes off saying that if she just wants to have, you know, she just wants to have her fling with the boy from the other side of town. And then, you know, you'll probably go to Stanford and meet some rich prick and sit with other trust fund babies about how you went slumming to once. And I think we found out what he's scared of. Yeah. He's scared of not being enough. And being committed. Yes, that as well. Yeah, I mean, obviously, as we... I don't want to spoil, but oh, yeah, I appreciate it. Keep that trap door locked. Okay. 
I'm not sure if I can say what great, I Great, so we'll to just say. keep moving on so that um you don't spoil things. Um it is greatly appreciated. I mean it says right away that he's an orphan. He says Oh yeah, that no, he's we an we know that where he's yeah, an orphan. So exactly, yeah, so yeah, he's like, been, like, yeah, exactly. So he's that's not a spoiler. Like, yeah, I know this fact. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> so exactly. So he's been left by whatever's been near and dear to him. And he would have to leave his friends, the the only thing the only people that the he's only a family he has. Yeah, exactly. He would have to leave them for somebody that he's met a couple of weeks ago. Oh yeah. So I understand him. Again, totally. I get exactly where he is coming yeah, from. Yeah, yeah. Like it is look, it's a very hard thing to move. Even when mm. you have the support of your friends and family. Moving's hard. Yeah, hundred like, percent. Moving is just hard. Uh-huh. Even when you're moving down the street moving's hard it's a lot especially of work. if you have a lot of <laughs> yeah it's really annoying trust me oh, like yeah oh. they should just move the worst move that i've ago. ever done wasn't from the states to london it was from the first house i lived in in london to the second house i lived in mm-hmm. in london which was five houses down the street yeah it was the worst move that i've ever done yeah that does not surprise me at all it was horrible. Yeah. It was so bad. Because then you're like, oh, I need to carry everything and everything's so heavy. And it yeah. wasn't like I could just like pick up everything and then like go drop it off because I had gone back home that summer. Oh, I see. So I, see. I had to pack up everything. I see, I see. And then go home for the summer and then come back and then unpack and, you know, yeah, put yeah, my yeah. whole room back together. But it wasn't even like I could be like, oh, I'll just do, like, multiple trips. So, mm-hmm. like, you know, in, like, this trip, I'll just grab a bunch of clothes off of the hangers mm-hmm. and I'll just walk down there and I'll mm-hmm. plop them on the hangers and then I'll just walk back down the street and, like, pick up the next thing and, like, yeah, plop yeah, it yeah. right where it needs to go. Like, no, I had to, like, pack everything away and then unpack everything. But, yeah. So, anyway. Skylar asks what his obsession with this money is. Yeah. And we learn that her father died when she was 13 and that she inherited the money. Yeah. And there isn't a day that... She wakes up and wishes that she could just give it back to have another day with him, mm-hmm. but she can't. It's her life and she has to deal with it. Mm-hmm. So don't put this shit on her when he's afraid. Yeah. Skylar also tells him that she's afraid um, and that she's afraid that, you know, uh, he won't love her back and, you know, she's afraid too, but at least she can be honest. Yeah. Will starts to leave. Skylar says no and then Will goes off. What do you want to know that I don't have 12 brothers, that I'm an orphan, that I had cigarettes put out on me when I was little? It isn't surgery. The motherfucker stabbed him. And, you know, he's like, you don't want to hear that shit. Mm -hmm. Skylar's crying, like full on sobbing, saying, I didn't know any of that. Yeah. But I want to hear it and I want to help. Yeah. Maybe not the best choice of words from Skylar right here. See, I don't see... And the reason that I say that, and again, it's not always easy to have the best choice of words when you're in a heated argument when that's what's going on, right? Like, it's not. It's not the easiest thing. But, like, I understand why the word help kind of triggers Will in this moment because he doesn't want to be looked on like a charity case because mm-hmm. like he said no, like you know it just made some more mad and he's asking like what do i have on a sign on my back saying save me like he yeah. just gets more upset yeah and I, so like i understand because of his hard upbringing like he he's like no yeah he's right. used to 
being there for himself. And yeah, and he's like, yeah, he's scared he to accept people's help, mm-hmm. but also doesn't want to be... I think he's opening up to accepting people's help, and he's not a, offended of accepting people's help. Yeah. Because, like, he'll accept Chuck's help. He'll accept Morgan's help. Yeah, but that's but a different kind of right. help. But it's just, like, it's that thing of... He hasn't fully opened up to where he mm-hmm. can fully open up yet. Mm-hmm. But also, at the same time, he doesn't want to be looked at like a charity case. Yeah. And that was his main thing. Skylar says that she, you know, she loves him and things get heated, but if she calms him down a bit saying, I love you. And if you say you don't love me, then I won't call you. I won't be part of your life. Mm -hmm. And Will looks at her says, I don't love you. And then leaves, leaving Skylar heartbroken and in tears. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't see that twist coming. I definitely thought that they were going to be together and she was going to be a big reason of why he was okay in the end. Um, I do still have hope and I'm holding out hope that they end up together. Yeah. At the end. No, I saw that coming, to be honest. But we'll just have to see another brilliant scene by Matt Damon. Yeah. Another fantastic scene from Matt Damon. Um, but no, um, I kind of did see that coming that he pushes her away at some point. Okay. Simply because he's too, he's too scared that she will push him away. Sure. So he wants to push her away first. Yeah. He doesn't want to be pushed away. Yeah. Cause he doesn't want to be, he doesn't want to be hurt. Again. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I understand why he does it. I probably should have seen it coming. I just didn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. again, it follows the perfect trope. It follows everything that yeah. should happen, all of that. And it'd be too perfect if, if, if she didn't leave him at some point. Yeah. Um, it would be... It, it, it works for the story. It works yeah. very well for the story. So, continuing on, we're with the glasses professor, who... That's what I've named him. Um, because he's professor. just the glasses professor. He's, Sean. He, he's with Lambo. Oh, Lambo. And he just wears glasses. I don't like him. I don't trust him. Fair I don't enough. know why I don't like him. He just gives me weird vibes. No, I get what you mean. Great job by the actor. But like, oh, he, yeah. just, he just Scott, gives Scott's off Scott's really good. weird vibes. Um, which is what I'm getting. Mm-hmm. But he's saying that most people don't find out how brilliant they can be. They don't find a teacher who believes in them. Makes them, you know, makes them think that they're stupid. Yeah. And the glasses professor is hopes that will appreciates what lambo is doing for him yeah and once again quite arrogant of him yeah and that he sees how much lambo enjoys working with will and you know not against him it's very arrogant but there is a heartfelt moment in there in the beginning part of it where it's like hey like you know and it really does reiterate this fact that teachers matter oh like so much like um there's teachers that can suck away the joy from a subject oh yeah and the opposite as well that can initiate the joy in a subject a hundred percent um i had teachers on both fronts i won't mm. name names on the bad front no. because i don't want to bad mouth people but yeah. um i i definitely had professors where i went into a subject being very excited to learn about the subject yeah and then Either because of the professor or because of the way that they were teaching it, somehow I fell out of love of the subject. Mm-hmm. But at yeah. the same side, I had professors, and honestly, like a big reason that I am an actor now is that I always enjoyed it, 
and mm-hmm. you know I did it in high school and I enjoyed it but then I took time off when I first went to uni I was like I don't really want to act anymore um and then I had hurt my leg and so my friend Shelby they were like okay um I think they go by Schneebs now so I will call them that but um sorry if I got their name wrong um sorry to you if you are listening uh but yeah, they were lovely, and they kind of forced me to show up and do this uh, small like play festival that they were doing, and it was a student-run play festival. And they were like, "Hey, like show up, do this thing. Um, you're hurt, you can't, you know, play Ultimate Frisbee, which is the team that I was on at the mm-hmm. time anyway." And they were like, "Come show up. It'll just get your mind off of it." Because yeah. they could tell that like I was just feeling down. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, "Okay, cool." So like I went and like they cast me in something, and I got the role because I looked them dead in the eye and said, "Fuck you." Um, it was a <laughs> lovely time. Um. Yeah, a great way to land a job, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Just learn how to look someone in the eye and uh, apparently say "fuck you" with a very intense meaning. Um, <laughs> uh, I, was, I, I landed the job. Um, it was unpaid. Woo! Right. <laughs> <laughs> it was a university like yeah festival. Like yeah, of course it's gonna be unpaid. Um, so yeah, we were there, and then. They were like, okay, and then they got me to show up for the musical again by threatening, saying, I know where you sleep. Um, so I showed up and auditioned for the musical. <laughs> um, and then, um, but all this to say, I then got back into taking acting classes. Mm-hmm. And the professor that I had, her name was Mindy Logan. Um, and, you know, big shout out to Mindy. I'm still close with her and still chat with her. But she believed in me from, like, the moment I stepped in. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like... Her believing in me also just made me believe that, like, this is something that I can actively pursue and something that I actively want to do because I realized I enjoyed it. But then she was also like, no, like, go chase this. Like, you deserve to go chase this. You deserve this happiness. Right. So, you know, Mindy, big shout out to you. I love you. You're great. Um, Hi, Hal. I'll say hello to her husband as well. He was <laughs> was technically his student before hers. <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, fair I enough. mean, I was I was his student before hers, so it was a good time. So back to Goodwill Hunting. Yes, uh, we yeah, lost um, there. Look, professors deserve the shoutouts. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. But yeah, so um, yeah, so Lambo walks in and asks. Tom, who is apparently the glasses professor. We've never been told this, so I'm just going to keep calling him glasses professor. I don't like the name Tom, Tom. for him. Apparently is his name the, is Tom. Is that the puppy that follows him around all the time? Yeah, it's the glasses professor. Oh. Yeah, I named him glasses weird. professor. Cause he's odd. I just thought he's... I thought he was a st- another student of his. But, like, you know, a bit more of a senior student that does, like, basically work for him, like, on like the side. Like a TA? Yeah. Or like a doctoral student. Yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. That I just didn't follows him around that. like I a just, puppy and tries to impress him. Yeah, I just thought that he was, you know, the, um, uh, whatchamacallit, um, like, his, uh, like, assistant professor. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Like, that's what but I But obviously that looks up to him and wants to be like him and oh, yeah, tries to impress him, whatever. Anyway, whatever his name's Tom, which tracks, Tom. but also at the same time. Um, no, he does not. He does uh, not look like a Tom. No, no. The Toms that I know are much better looking. Oh, yeah. Much cooler as well. I mean, not saying that, like, that gentleman is not good looking. He's a very good looking gentleman. Sure. Wait. 
We try not to shame people. Yeah, that's very true. That's very true. It's we definitely good. do. Luke's, like we definitely fall into the trap. Yeah. But like looks, looks, looks is opinionated. Looks is opinionated. That is very true. And also the other thing, it might be what he's wearing. That's very true. Because clothes play a big role in if you yep. find someone attractive, and mm-hmm. I don't that's think that people realize how much clothing can affect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's very true. Like what people think is attractive. Yeah, right? that's very true. So no shame to him. Yeah, like no shame to him. But, like, he was great. Again, he played the perfect puppy dog. Yes. He did his job very well. Yep. Props to the actor. Mm -hmm. Well done. Anyway, he goes off to go get coffee. We're left with just these two in this very intense scene, which will be the last scene that we discuss before we, you know, sign off here. So, Lambo is looking at a proof and, hey, look, it's correct. But then finds something and says, oh, this might not be right. This might be embarrassing. And Will is like, it's right. And just asks if they can do this. Yeah. yeah. Like, Will's just like, it's right. I yeah. know it's right. It's right. Just accept yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Tired of explaining. <laughs> yeah. He asks if they can do this in Sean's office from now on. Um, because he has to knock off work to get here and the commute is killing him. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's not a terrible ask. And just no. being like, hey, yeah. like, can we meet halfway? Yeah. Just so that I don't have to lose as much work time. Yeah, because he's doing him a favor as well at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it benefits them both. Yeah. But, yeah. So, Lambo's like, yeah, okay, fine, whatever. Like, that's fine. Lambo tries to say something about the proof, but Will just is like, look, take it home with you and... It'll, it'll all make sense. Like, it's right. Just take it home with you. Look over it. It's yeah. right. Lambo asks, you know, what happened at the McNeil meeting. And Will says that he couldn't go. He had a date. So he sent his chief negotiator, as you alluded to. And I like that Chuck. <gasps> I just keep oh, knocking everything. no. Everything has fallen apart. Our, uh, Sorry. Our, our little mask. Hold on. Hold on. There we go. Um, we just got to set that mask back up. There we go. So, um, yeah. Um, I appreciate that Chuck gets a lovely little nod and yeah. has a proper title called exactly. chief negotiator. I think so. That's a very that's a very high position, I think. Yeah. He's the chief of the negotiators. Uh, uh, <laughs> of, of Will's negotiators. Yeah, exactly. Which I mean, he has like two others, but he sent the chief. Yeah, yeah. He no. could have sent Brad or Morgan. Oh, that would have not ended well. Oh, I mean, I I feel like there's a reason that Chuck is the chief. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Also, um for anyone that's listening on an audio only format, uh we had a little lovely Chinese mask here um and it fell for context of what was going on when we were like, "Oh no, fix the mask." Um anyway, um <laughs> I I realized that like people listening on an audio yeah. format might not I have also seen knocked what happened. Mike. <laughs> Yeah, Yolanda's out here trying to trash our set. Ugh. Oh, well, <laughs> try my best. It's not working very well. Oh, I'm really glad it's not working. <laughs> um, we've had enough lovely technical difficulties with the storm yeah, outside I'm today. <laughs> like, that has been a hoot and a half to deal with. Um, <laughs> but we move. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, as I probably have already apologized for this, but uh, I'll apologize once again. Um, <laughs> sorry for the lighting issues, potentially. And uh, yeah, there's a storm happening the day that we're recording this. Yes. So it's just... Dreading going outside afterwards. <laughs> Dreading it. Did you hear the wind? Oh, I heard it. Oh, yeah. We can hear the wind. Yeah. Yeah, we can hear the rain. You you probably cannot um, as listeners, no. but um, well, you we can. Well, you can hear wind and the rain, and that's not a nice mixture. No, no. Even Especially when Yolanda has to go outside. Yeah, exactly. Ugh. I have to go outside later, too. Yeah, but that's your own joys. I mean, I was planning on riding a bicycle. Yeah, well, <laughs> that sucks for you, I guess. I might 
decide not to ride my bicycle. Yeah, that's that's fair And choice. I might decide to take the tube today because uh storms. Um That's that's fair choice. But um yeah, uh we'll 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 see. Uh that's you know, obviously not related to the listeners in any way, shape, or form, but now mm-hmm. they get a little bit of insight on what the rest of our day looks like after yeah. this episode ends. Yeah. Yolanda gets to go outside and brave the elements, and I get to go outside and brave the elements. <laughs> yeah. um, Yolanda's just trying to go home. I'm going out for fun. Um, yeah, you can still stay in I can't. for fun. <laughs> I can't. I promised my bandmate that I would be at the open mic. So maybe your bandmate's going to be like, Oh, thank God I don't have to go either. No, 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 no. Like, we both, like, really want to do this. Okay, fair enough. And we need a drummer. Um, So, yeah, fair we need enough. to go. We need fair to go enough. find a drummer. So, back to Goodwill Hunting. Yes. Lambo is, you know, disappointed that he didn't go and says, look, on your own time, do what you like. But when I set up a meeting with my associates and you don't show, it reflects poorly on me. Yeah. I understand where he is coming from I totally as well. understand as well, but he should at least ask Will first if he's got interest in it. Yeah. He should have asked him of like, hey, like I'm going to set up mm-hmm. some meetings or yeah. told him like, hey, I'm going to set up some meetings yeah. so that like you can check. Right. Yeah. Or like, you know, I think- even if he didn't ask him, right? Like... I understand that maybe he didn't ask because Sean said don't ask or something like that. Yeah, right? but I think, see, I think he's that kind of person. That probably did assumes, it without asking. Yeah, and he assumes just because he wants something and he's enjoying something that everybody else is going to want the same thing. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't think he understands that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, look, ask people if they want something before you open a door for them and, yeah. you know... But I also understand where he's coming from. That oh, like, yeah, hey, it reflects poorly on me if oh, you don't show because I'm saying, check this guy out. Yeah, right. Like definitely. I'm putting my reputation mm-hmm. a bit on the line for you. So yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. always the case. If you're, you know, ever get a situation like that, mm-hmm. always try to be respectful. If you can't make something, that's okay. Yeah, but just say it. Just let the people know. You yeah. can be sick. You could be Find running late. Whatever it yeah. is, just. Try to contact them, even if the contact gets late. It's all like, about communication. Exactly. Like, the there was one time I remember I was running late for an audition mm-hmm. because I got stuck on the tube. Yeah. And the tube got stuck in a beautiful point where I had no service. Yeah, obviously. So I tried to, you know, send a message to the point of contact that I had for the in-person audition. Mm-hmm. And then I also had sent, uh, tried to send an email uh, to my agent saying, can you let them know I'm stuck on the tube and trying to get to the audition? Like, just something. And, like, they didn't get any of the messages until after I showed up and then I explained it to them. And then, like, while I was in the audition room, my phone finally decided, hey, I'm going to send the message. Or, like, I'll I'll send the email or whatever. But And, like, it was really funny because they were like, oh, we got your email. (laughs) Like, while I was in the room with them. Fair. But you, they were like, at least you tried. Like, you yeah, tried exactly. to say you exactly. didn't, you, you couldn't get here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you couldn't because you didn't have a way to contact anyone. Yeah. So that's it. Just try. Just communicate. That's yeah. all it is. Communicate. Anyway, uh, Goodwill Hunting. Enough about my sad life. <laughs> um, so Lambo says, okay, fine. Um, you know, don't do that. And Will's like, don't set up any more meetings. Mm-hmm. Lambo's like, fine, I won't. I'll cancel them all. I'll give you a job myself. He just wanted Will to see what was out there. And Will says, you know, maybe he doesn't want to spend his life explaining shit to people. Yeah. Lambo 
you know, is like, you could show me some appreciation. And Will retorts back. He's a little snippy. And he's like, oh, a little appreciation. Do you understand how easy this is for me? Yeah. And he kind of becomes a little bit of a d- here. Oh, um, yeah, he does. He does. I don't fully support him, but mm-hmm. also great scene by both actors. Again, fantastic scene. Lovely yeah. scene. Yeah, yeah, no, but I do understand. It's like, oh, come on, man. Yeah, he just... He, he, come on, man. He got you out of jail. Yeah, like... You at can, the end of the day. You can be a little more appreciative of yeah. at least what he's done. But he picks up the proof. He wishes that Lambo could do it. He does. So that he didn't have to sit here and watch him f*** it up. Mm-hmm. Um, and Lambo fires back saying that you'd have more time to sit around and get drunk instead. And Will says, you know what? You're right. This is probably a waste of my time. And then he turns around, and this is where I feel like he went a little too far. Yeah, he just burns the thing. Yeah, he has set the proof on fire. Yeah, which I'm like, come on, man. Yeah. That's um, a bit childish. It is childish. Um, like, then again, he's a young man, so what do you man, expect? He deserves to be a bit childish. But yeah. also at the same time, like, again, I see both sides of the argument. Mm, yeah. I just feel like he could have still made the point without burning the proof. 100%. 100%. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Like, he didn't have to burn the proof. It was a mm-hmm. beautiful choice. It was a lovely choice. I mean, yeah, 100%. As an actor, mm-hmm. I would have loved to make that choice. As yeah. a director, it's a great, like, choice. I'm not a director, but, like, I'm assuming this is what a director is thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I totally agree. But, like, a fantastic choice. But, like, you know, in if someone did this in real life... Yeah, you're like... This is I'm one of those moments where I'm like, I don't know how much sympathy Lambo would still have for him after this. Yeah. If this was done and, like, you know, this is real life. And I'm sure that something like this has probably happened to someone at some point in time. Um, but I just don't know. I don't know if no. he would yeah. respond with the most amount of appreciation and love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. So, yeah. And then, you know, Lambo is trying to salvage it he runs back he tries to salvage the proof and lambo's just like all right you know will you're right he can't do the proof but will can yeah and when it comes to that only a handful of people in the world can tell the difference between will and him and by him i mean lambo yeah and he is one of them and it sucks and this is something where i felt like lambo then went too far where he says, most days I wish that I had never met you so then I could sleep at night and not walk around with knowledge that there was someone like you out there. That's a pretty f***ed up thing yeah, to say. Yeah, but I don't think it's more—it's a blame on Will. I think it's more of a blame on himself. Like I think he feels like he's not enough. Right, but I don't feel that because then after Will leaves leaves the room, he says, I didn't have to watch you throw it all away. Yeah, that as well. But I think he feels partially responsible for that. Of Will throwing it away? Why? Because I think he might feel that he um, started pushing him away from it in the wrong direction. Okay. By so pressuring him too much. Sure, but if he's saying that, right... And if yeah. that's what he's trying to say, then why would he say, I wish I never met you and never even gave you this opportunity? Yeah, okay, that's true. Like, how does that help Will at all? Maybe Lambo's gone too far and maybe he's pushed him too far. Yeah. 
fine. Yeah, but I feel like then if he had not met him, he would not have to bear that on his conscience. Sure. You can't f*** up what you didn't try. That is true, but I always say that it's better to try and f*** up than it is to not try. Yeah, 100%, but if he never met him... He right, he would have never, he wouldn't have had the opportunity exactly, to try. Exactly. Okay. Sure. I still feel like it's a messed up thing to say to oh, someone's no, 100%, face. Oh no, 100%. But thank you for helping me understand. Yeah. What I mean, he may maybe, have been meaning. Maybe, I don't know, maybe it's something totally different. Maybe. But, um, uh, again, uh, it's open to interpretation. Listeners, mm-hmm. if you have other interpretations of what is being said here, leave it in the comments. Um, send me an email. Like, I'll, I'll take a look. I will read anything that is sent my way. It might take me time to get back to it, but I will read it. But yeah, I would love to hear if anyone else has any other thoughts about how that could be portrayed or why he said what he said. Um, again, like, it was just a heated argument yeah. between both of them. Yeah. Um, you say things you don't mean. You say things like... you don't mean. And I think that's another thing that this film does very well. It doesn't shy away from people saying things that they don't yeah. mean. Yeah. And they use that. Mm-hmm. Because we all know that yeah. Will doesn't mean to be yelling at Lambo saying, I wish you could do this, you suck so on and so forth we all know that deep down that's not what will is thinking Mm -mm. we all know that deep down that lambo is probably like i want to help this kid yeah right he's doing what he he thinks is right the figure i think in a way as well yeah he thinks he's doing what is right Mm -hmm. it might not be right for the kid but he is trying his best yeah exactly for this kid Mm -hmm. so like we know that it's not coming from a place of hate But I really appreciate that, like, even when there is love and appreciation and respect and all of that between two characters, you sometimes say things that you just don't mean, especially in the heat of an argument. Yeah, exactly. You might have things bottled up and it might or it might come out wrong. Maybe you didn't mean it like you don't know how what's in your head. How to put that in words. Exactly. To make sense. And it's sometimes even it has nothing to do with the person that you're talking to. Like it could solely be that something went terribly wrong for me last night. Yeah. And then, you know, I roll around and you're the first person that I happen to talk to the next day. And I get mad at you for a completely dumb reason or whatever, but it's because I'm stressed about something else or Mm. I'm mad about something else. It doesn't always come out that way. Yeah. And I like that this film shows that. Mm -hmm. I like that they don't shy away. I feel like sometimes films do, and I feel like sometimes, especially when it comes to argument scenes, I feel like sometimes films are scared to just say the messed up thing. Yeah. I don't feel like this film is scared no, to say very, the messed up thing. No, it's very, very authentic. Yeah. Because, look, if I'm having a private conversation with my friends, it's going to be a different conversation yeah. than even if it's a public conversation with my friends. Yeah. Right? Like, it's just a different conversation. It's, again, back to the whole thing that we were talking about earlier in the episode, it changes how you're talking and who you're talking to mm-hmm. and what the setting is, what are the circumstances. Mm-hmm. So all of that changes. All that to say, um, I can't wait to figure out what happens in the rest of this film. Oh boy, um, because that's where <laughs> we're ending this episode. Um, I, I'm still t- 
pretty much I'm still on my prediction of what I think is happening. I mean, I, I was wrong on a couple things. So, like, I still think that I think now what's going to happen is that probably Chuck and the other friends are probably just going to have to knock some sense into Will. Because um, Skylar's yeah. out of the picture. Um, yeah. <laughs> and based on the scene where Sean was saying we need to let him figure out what he wants to do, I feel like Sean isn't going to be the one to knock some sense into Will. Like, yeah. Because maybe. I think Sean wants Will to be able to find it on his own. Mm-hmm. And like that is Sean's job. Sean's yeah, job yeah, is yeah. to help him find it on his own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not tell him what to do. It's mm-hmm. to help him figure out what to do. No, totally. That is what Sean's job is. Sean's doing a lovely job. Might I just say, because I don't think I said it this episode, and it's a travesty that I haven't. Robin Williams, oh, amazing. Sh- yeah. Um, oh. Such a... I would adopt him as my granddad. Yeah. Any day. Yeah. I would have loved to have him on the show to talk about something that... <laughs> again, here's the thing. Like... People have asked me, they're like, who would you love to have on this show? And I'm like, any actor, director, anyone who works in the film industry. Anyone, please. Anyone. Hey, if you work in the film industry and you like watching me be confused and you want to talk about one of your favorite films, shoot me a message. We'll make something work. Like, that's it. And, you know, you could potentially be working on some amazing films. You can share them. But, you know, cool. Good for you. And I'm sure that we'll probably chat. But, like... I want to talk about something that you might not necessarily get to geek out about. Like, that would be my favorite thing. I would have loved to get to have Robin Williams on and get to geek out about a movie that he loves that, like, you know, he wasn't in. But he just enjoys the movie, right? Like, that's what I want to be able to do Mm -hmm. is just chat with people who don't always get the chance to talk about films that they love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And because they're always talking about their work, let's give people an opportunity to talk about other work. Yeah. But... Yeah, that's where we're ending this episode. Speaking of uh, their work, if listeners want to find you doing things out in the world, Yolanda, how can they do that? Do you have any well, socials or anything? I do have I don't know. socials, of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, my my, I'm just thinking what my thing is. On Instagram, I'm Yolanda with a J. Um, underscore Steiner. Yeah, that's kind of the one I use most. I, I'm I don't I'm not really big on socials, but if I do, if I do do any like if I am in something or yeah, then I obviously post it. But fair so, enough. I'm not very good with social media. That's quite, okay. Quite a private person. That's okay. But yeah, that or Spotlight, <laughs> Mandy. <laughs> yeah. Hey, if anyone yeah. wants to hear Yolanda, go to Spotlight or Mandy. Yep. And find Yolanda. <laughs> Um, Give me one, I'm please. sure that she would appreciate it. Absolutely. Always, of course. Come on. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, you, yeah. Again, you might not. We've just we've just discussed no, how someone might please, not appreciate please. something. Please, yes. But that's my chosen profession, you know. Yeah. That's not his chosen. <laughs> he's not a. Cho- he didn't like come out the womb and want to be and was like, I want to be a math prodigy. Well, you didn't come out of the womb and go, I want to be an actress. Yeah, that's true. But I figured that out sooner or later. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, Yolanda, thank you so much for listening. Listeners, thank you them. Yolanda, thank you so much for joining. <laughs> you listen to me ramble. That went great. Yolanda, thank you so much for joining. It was a pleasure. Listeners, thank you so much for listening. And until next week, I'll catch you later. Thank you so much for watching this episode of Post Finale. Post Finale is created, hosted, and produced by me, Ankit Madeira. Our editor is Pranav Nair. The music is by Ankit Madeira and Megan Hutchison. And the art is by Ankit Madeira. If you would like to gain access to bonus content, you can do so by heading over to patreon.com slash coopforge or use the link in the description of the episode. 
to head over to the Patreon. And if you sign up for the Patreon, you get a shout-out after you've signed up, and you also get access to different types of bonus content that can range anywhere from notes to helping us decide what films do I watch in the future. So different things like that, loads of different things there, and new things to come in the new year as well. So if you're looking for a last-minute gift to give to someone, sign up for Patreon. It really does mean a lot to anyone who does do that. So thank you so much. And also, if you want to help support the show in a non-monetary way, you can do so, and it's great, greatly appreciated. Just leave us a rating or review on whatever podcast app, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, whatever you're using to listen to the show. Leave us a rating, leave us a review. It really does help out a lot. And be sure to follow us on social media at coopforge, C-O underscore F-O-P. F-O-R-G and at Post Finale Pod. Be sure to follow us on the platforms. Some new information is going to be coming out and soon we're going to ramp up using the social media as well. I know I've been a little bit slow on it, but things are going to start coming up and out a bit more on social media. We have some more ideas of what we can do to make it more engaging. So be on the lookout for that. But thank you so much for listening to this episode. It really does mean the world to me. And I hope you tune in next week as we finish our discussion on Goodwill Hunting and what is happening and how is Will's story going to come to an end? What's going to happen? Let's find out together next week. And if you're celebrating the holidays, happy holidays to anybody. And if you're traveling, I hope you have a safe travel back to wherever you are traveling to. But until next week, I'll catch you all later.